Man, so technical difficulties the other day. Um, like I said, I'm in the process of moving my desk. And I guess uh, my PC did not like that. And the way it was sitting, it actually uh, <laughs> it shut down. And I lost my recording. Good thing I only recorded about four minutes. But I think I'm just going to start from the beginning once again. Uh, we're not going to talk about the boxing this time, though. Because uh, it's been quote-unquote beaten too much (laughs) that drum has been going off no one wants to watch celebrity fake boxing or celebrity boxing that calls themselves real boxers anymore all right so let's try to stop watching that as much you know watch the clips online (laughs) um but anyways we're going to talk about this main card tomorrow and in Abu Dhabi UFC 294. Now, if you haven't been keeping up with MMA news now, both the main and the co-main had a fighter pull out. Now, if you were there when this fight first, or this fight card first got announced, you would have seen that it was Islam Machev versus Charles Oliveira, a rematch for the lightweight belt. And then an up-and-comer in Hamzat versus... Um, Paulo Costa. Now the running meme was, how did you get four people that routinely miss weight or have missed weight before at the top of a card for it to fall apart? And it shows like Dana with his hands in his face is like Dana on weigh-in day when everybody's five pounds over. Well, turns out Charles Oliveira pulls out with a cut over his right eye, I think. Alexander Volkanovsky steps in, so we got the rematch. Islam versus Alexander Volkanovsky, too, for the lightweight belt. And then we got a new fresh fight in Kamaru Usman versus Hamzat, which I've heard that Kamaru might get a title shot at Sean Strickland if he were to beat Hamzat Chimaev. Um I'm not going to talk about all the fights on this card. I'm honestly not too versed on everybody on the card. The next fight is uh, Magomed and Kalaya versus Johnny Walker, which is going to be a great fight. And then the only card that I know, or the only fight that I really know on the prelims, is uh, Tim Elliott versus Muhammad Mokoev. Mokoev. I don't want to say it wrong, but I haven't heard it said before. So I'm going to just stick to the main card this time because we got enough material to speak about islam alex kamaru hamza and magomed and johnny walker um starting with magomed and kalaya versus johnny walker i don't i'm not sure what his last fight was if that was the one where he went to a draw let's actually look magomed and kalaya russian mixed martial artists all right so him And Johnny Walker have actually been on a pretty good tear. No, it was when he broke Anthony Smith's leg. And then him and Jan Blauwitz went to a draw for a light heavyweight belt. Okay. And then he beat Tiago Santos, Volkan Ozdemir, Nikita Krylov, Ilan Kutalaba twice. So my buddy Magomed Nkalaev has been on a good tear as of late. He's looking really good. I don't know if I would call that Jan 
fight a draw, I feel like Jan could have snuck that out with his leg kicks, but you know what? I'm not mad at a draw either. A lot of times when you see a draw, unless it's in boxing, um, in MMA it's pretty accurate. Uh, well, I say that, and then Shevchenko and Alexa Grasso went to a draw, and that clearly wasn't a draw. Uh, somebody won, whether you thought, um, Shevchenko won or Alexa Grasso won, somebody won. It wasn't a draw. But let's see how Johnny Walker's been doing. I know he's been on a tear. Beat Anthony Smith, Paul Craig, Elon Kutalaba, lost to Jamal Hill and Tiago Santos. But he's been looking good his last three fights, you know. Uh, it's not the wild and crazy guy that's supposed to beat John Jones. He it's funny because he did that he did that and they dubbed him he was gonna be the next to beat John Jones and then he lost to Corey Anderson, Nikita Krilov, Tiago Santos and Jamal Hill, which no shame in losing to any of those fighters. They're like top of the top. But John Jones would have no problem with that and John Jones would have had no problem with him at the time. Now I'm not saying he still wouldn't just roll through him, but it's a lot, the the water is not as clear as before, right? So, he beats Anthony Smith, Anthony Smith just couldn't get it going, um, he's still kind of off that leg break, and he's trying to come back, now he's taking a little bit of a rest to get back right, and I still think Anthony Smith can make it back up to the top. But this is going to be an exciting fight. I see if Johnny Walker can be aggressive enough to get Magomed out of his counter-type look and see what's going to happen kind of strategy that he usually employs, I think this is going to be a great fight for him. I think his power and his his energy is going to be uh, too much, and not necessarily in a bad way. But he's going to impose as well. We we all know Johnny Walker has the power to do it. He knocked out Paul Craig while trying to get him on a single. So we know he can. He has power from all angles, and he's a big guy for the division. And I can see him beating Magomed. But on the flip side, if Magomed can get a little bit of pressure on him and get um, Johnny Walker to make a mistake, he could easily take him down and um, kind of do what he want. I haven't really seen a bunch of Johnny Walker um, employing grappling or jiu-jitsu. I'm not saying he's not good at it, but I know Magomed is pretty decent ground fighter. I know Paul Craig is known for some of the best triangles, but Paul Craig is clearly the smaller guy. And he almost took him down anyway, so we'll see. This should be a good fight. So the next fight coming up, Kamaru Usman versus Hamza Chimaev. Now, disclaimer for before I talk about these two fights, I'm not a fan of these two fights only because I don't want to see these two fights on short notice. I would love to see these fights again. Love to see Islam Volk rematch. I would love to see Kamaru fight Hamza. That should have been like a big deal a long time ago. But these two fights are on short notice. And if any, if you guys know anything about the UFC and short notice fights, it either goes really well or it's like, yeah, the guy had two weeks to prepare. What do you think was going to happen? So it's just like, um, 
I think Chad Mendez versus uh, Conor McGregor. Chad, I think he was fishing at the time <laughs> when he heard he had to cut down weight real quick, which is always a terrible thing to do. Conor ended up winning. Or on the flip side, when Nate Diaz fought Conor McGregor and Nate choked him out with the quickness. So you see that. Or you see Jorge Masvidal take that fight on a week's notice again to Abu Dhabi against Kamar Usman. And we got um, a hugging foot stomp match, you know. Which I don't blame Kamaru. Why would I blame him for winning? Because that's what you needed to do to win. He didn't prepare for him. He didn't prepare for that kind of striker. And he got it done. Um, but, you know, as a fan, as a fan of strategy and a person that likes the fight, I just, I don't like random. Random is not a good strategy for fighting. Or it could be a great strategy. But nine times out of ten, it doesn't work, right? You've seen Deontay Wilder fight Tyson Fury. Um, he's just kind of there, winging punches and hoping that he he knocks him down. Now, he's knocked him down each fight, but who won the fights? Tyson Fury. That's because he had a little bit of a strategy, got him on his back foot, and kept him at range, and then smothered him when he got the chance. So... When I say I don't want to see these fights, it's not because I don't want to see them and they're not exciting. Like, we've all heard, if you're a hardcore MMA fan, you've heard that Kamaru Usman has bad knees and he has to walk backwards, walk on grass, can't walk upstairs. Um, and he's finding one of the guys that is the most wild and random and powerful guys in the division, Hamza Chimaev. Also, being younger, Kamaro is turning 37, and Hamza, I think Hamza might just be 30, if I'm not mistaken. I do not know his age. Let me look that up. But they've been talking about this wrestling. They've been talking about their striking. Um, 94, 29. So he's 29 years old. This is going to be a big ask for Kamaru. Um... Now, uh, knowledge and strategy and thought process says Kamaro should win this fight. Kamaro should employ some wrestling and employ his ground to pound and employ a little bit of his striking. That should go well. But this is off a of two weeks' notice. Chimaev thrives on the chaos. If you guys don't remember, he fought... Two different weight classes in two weeks and beat both of them within like the first two minutes of the fight. He fought um, Holland on a last second, last minute, literally like day of switch of the fight. Beat him within like three minutes. And the only time he had any struggle is when he fought. Um, man, I can't even remember who he fought now. Let me look at his record. But he he hasn't gotten a lot of or Gilbert Burns. That's who it was. Gilbert Burns when he when Gilbert got to prepare for him, he took him to the entire fight, and he didn't look very good at all. Yeah, I'm just looking back at the rest of his fights now, and yeah, it's like 
He's supposed to fight Leon. Didn't get uh, get to fight Leon. COVID beat Gerald Mearshart. Beat. So normally when I get interrupted during a podcast, I usually just restart the whole thing. And this is my second time restarting, so I am not going to restart. I listened back to the last five minutes that I was talking about Shemaev in his last few fights. But I did listen to a podcast on my long run yesterday um, about Kamaru Usman never taking short notice fights. So that didn't sway my opinion. I still think Shemaev can kind of do whatever he wants to a, to a degree. You know, Kamaru still is a vet. I can I can say that it looked like he slowed down. It looks like he's... His age is catching up to him from wrestling and just being in the UFC for so long. But knowledge is always power. And if he sees something that Shemaev doesn't, hasn't been in like a situation in that sense. I know that was confusing. I just confused myself. He still would have a chance. I'm still picking Shemaev to win just because he's younger and he's still wild and he can afford to take more risk because he's younger. I know he had long COVID and that messed him up pretty good, but nothing like some good old knee problems to be the great equalizer, right? Um, I can't wait to see it. The fights are today. I started on Friday. Today's Saturday. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna put this out and hopefully it's before the fights begin. Um. And then I'm going to move on to Islam and Alex Volkanovsky. Now, I saw a lot of videos, pictures, what have you, of Volk losing basically 25 pounds in 12 days. And I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a big fan of that. I'm not a fan of, you know, weight cutting in general. But I'm not a fan of that. And before people get it, all crazy, and I know they say, well, if he makes a weight, he should be good to go. I'm like, have you ever rapidly lost weight, then been a professional athlete? That's a little bit different than losing weight and taking a picture, right? Or fitting into a, a swimsuit or a dress or a suit or whatever you want to dress up in because you lost weight. There is a stark difference between regular people losing weight and somebody losing 25 pounds to fight, and I also didn't know that Volkanovsky had surgery. And I also didn't know that his um, wife was having a child. And all those stressors flying to Abu Dhabi on 12 days notice while losing 25 pounds. Yes, this is after weigh-ins and I know he made the weight and it's good. But what does that do? How did that affect him? I don't know. He only he knows, and we'll see this afternoon. But like I said earlier in the podcast, or I know I said it once or twice at least, I wasn't a fan of these two fights. Not because they're not great fights. It's because we only have 12 days or 10 days, 10 to 12 days notice that these fights were happening. Now, I would love to see them in a full training camp and being able to plan so it becomes, 
you know, a tactical battle. And I know Islam versus Alex will still be a tactical battle. It was the first time. Nothing's changed. Um, they just both got a little bit older and they're going to fight again. But there's a difference when you're actually preparing for someone and training, right? Um, just like me with running. I, you know, running is running, right? You just go out, you run, and that's it. But following a program this year has shown me that running is not just running. Running with a plan and a program is definitely way better. I can tell by my times, my energy while I'm running. Um, I know if you have a Garmin watch, it kind of gives you a snapshot of your VO2 max estimate, which they say it's pretty good. And it also gives you a screenshot of how you should recover for these runs. Now, before, I just straight ignored it. I ran, if my program said run today, I'd run today. Right? And I run at crazy times. I run either early in the morning or late at night. And then your occasional mid-afternoon, afternoon run. Right? Um, but this time, I've actually been, well, I tried to keep on the schedule. So it's like, it's Monday, Tuesday, rest Wednesday where I lived. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, rest Sunday. But I switch it up. I lift Saturday so I can run with my boys on Sunday because that's when everybody um, is free in the morning so we can go run at the track. But when I follow that and I see that, hey, by the time I can run tomorrow, I won't be recovered. I just won't run that day. I'll lift. And then my next run is phenomenal. Who'd you, who would have thought that worked when you follow a plan and it works? So when I heard that Volkanovski was stepping up, I was like, oh, man, I don't want to see this. And people were like, why? It's going to be a great fight. It's like, I know it's going to be a great fight, but it's like not saying anybody is going to make an excuse. I'm not saying Kamara was going to make an excuse. I didn't say Volk was going to make an excuse or on the flip side, I didn't think Chimaev or Islam would make an excuse for losing. But when you take three months to prepare for one guy, and then ten days before the fight, you're like, oh, psych, you're fighting another guy. Good luck. You know, I, I just, I'm not a fan of that. And I know they wanted to keep the card together. So this is fantastic that the two former champions or. Alex is still a champion, Kamala's former champion, but it's it's great that they stepped up, but like I always say, you don't have to prove to anybody that you're tough in the UFC. You're tough if you're in the UFC and you do one-on-one cage fighting as your job of choice. <laughs> you could have been anything else, but you decided to fight other people inside of a cage for money. Now... As an athlete, yeah, that excites me. But it's just so frustrating that these cards, these major, major cards fall apart. And, you know, I think Paulo Costa got staff and Charles Oliveira got a big cut on his eye. Why is he sparring that hard this close to the fight? I don't know. But, you know, things happen. Life moves on. You got to keep it moving. But it's just so frustrating. 
And I don't think they would have done it any other way. They wouldn't have let Islam and Chimaev, like, get off the card and promote it in another fight. They wouldn't have done that. So, props to the UFC for keeping this card. Much respect to Kamaru and Alexander for stepping up. And we'll just have to sit here and have a grand old time with these new fights. I think that it's still going to be great. It's still going to be a great card. I have no problems with the card as an entertainment entity in itself. But as a person who likes strategy and watch great fights, I hope they were training enough to make it good. I don't want like I don't want to see either of them to get beat real bad, real fast or real easy. But it might happen or it might be just five round boring fight where no one tries anything sketchy because they weren't preparing for each other. Either way, I'm watching the fights. I hope you are too. More podcasts coming soon. Uh, Once my desk is moved, I'll have a better spot to record. It'll be a lot quieter and I can create like a microphone booth um, to be able to talk later on into the night. So I don't have to be quiet to wake up my dogs or anything. (laughs) So hopefully hopefully y'all tune in. It's an early one today. It's in Abu Dhabi, so it's mid-afternoon. So if you listen to this before, the card might be on. So get on your websites, buy the pay-per-views if you're so inclined, and let's go. Good fights this weekend. Um, After show will come tomorrow, no matter what. But today, we enjoy the fights. I'll let you later.